Hey everyone and welcome back to Languages Week. I'm here with someone very special who is from Morocco and here to talk about a indigenous language. It's Zakia. Hello Zakia, how are you? Hello, I'm okay. <laughs> Did you want to introduce the language that you speak? Yeah, so uh, my family's from Eastern Morocco. We're Imazikhan, which means we speak Tafnit, which is an indigenous language of Morocco. Awesome. And you were saying this is a very old language. Like how old is it? So Tachnit slash Timizichn dialects kind of age back about 4,000 BC. Awesome. And can you talk a bit on, like, is there a, what, what's the script that's used? Or is it more of a spoken language? No, there is a script. It's a phonetic script with about 31 letters. It doesn't really exist with any other languages other than uh, Timizich uh, family of languages. And it's just it's character phonetic based, mm. like English or most languages. So because it is so old, and I imagine too that because it has such a small speaking population, how does, oh, oh how many people speak it? Actually, most Moroccans who are Imizichan will speak Tachnit and the same with a lot of other uh, Northern Africans, Indigenous mm. Northern Africans. So if you're in more regional and rural communities within Maghreb, which is, you know, Mauritania, Sudan, Morocco, Libya, Tunisia, and Algeria, mm. you will speak dialects of Tamazight. Um, but are the those same quite script. intelligible between each other? Or like, for instance, the further you go, the harder it is to it's, communicate? It's variable. So it would be kind of similar to some other language families within like, within like other countries. Like, uh, you know, in China, there's different dialects of Cantonese, which are, yeah. you know, different degrees of like, you know, intelligibility, intelligibility. Yeah. same with India or other sort of countries. Mm. So then because it does have, it is quite more widely spoken than I thought, because it is such an old language though, and you know, a lot of other languages had to adapt with new words for like computer or technology. For instance, they normally adapt the English loan word from it. How does your language uh, adapt to more modern terminology? Yeah, so the thing is Morocco and most of the Maghreb, like the Northern African region, uh, we speak several languages, Dakisha mm. and uh, Spanish, French in certain regions, especially where colonialism was more prominent. Mm. So. Since it's more primarily spoken in those regional and rural areas, these sort of modern terminology like computer aren't particularly as commonly mentioned. Yeah. So like where my family is from, there really isn't a computer. The highest tech thing there is a, a cart drawn by a donkey. <laughs> so it's kind of like... There, there's, not a, there's not a need there's for that. There's not a need that. for that. And if there really is, I'd probably just use a loan word from one of the other languages that are spoken, like Dahisha, like Arabic. Yeah. So. Well, then, is the language at all at risk? Because of, I know I know that there's stuff that's happened from colonization and whatnot, and also Arabic is quite a predominant language as well in the region. Has there been any risk to the language going extinct? Yeah, so uh, the French and the Spanish influence where it was very expected to speak Fran uh, French or Spanish just due to you wouldn't be respected or get jobs or anything, uh, definitely impacted the spoken nature of Tamazir. Uh, also, a very large Arab influence in Maghreb in general, due to a lot of Arab imperialism uh, in like the 12th century up until the modern day. Mm. And there's a very strong desire to become more like the Gulf Arabian countries, which has led to a lot more of a like a push to stop speaking indigenous languages and practice indigenous culture, uh, and only Arabic, which has led to like a very like a significant drop. And mm. the language has very little formal resources and it's pretty much only really spoken like or taught in a parental to... Yeah, so if you're context. an outsider wanting to learn it, you it, that's very, very difficult to do. Near impossible. Yeah. So there's like, there's no reason, like if you, the only way you can really learn it is if you kind of grow up in the in a household that speaks it. There is some resources, but they're very limited. And mm. 
the problem is as well, it's more of a broad sort of standard form, which is not very widely spoken, but you could learn some words or some certain phrases, but if you wanted to become fluent or conversational, you'd probably need to find someone who was taught it through mm. family. So because it is such an old language and it is quite indigenous and hard to learn, how or how different is it from English? But you could also talk on a bit about how similar or different it is to some of its neighboring languages like Arabic or maybe potentially the Spanish or French influence or some of the other indigenous languages that are around it. Yeah, so there's basically no overlap with English or any sort of European languages. There's a slight degree of overlap with the Egyptian Arabic, mm. but that's because uh, Egypt was had a similar root language, like many many thousand, like a thousand so year ago, uh, to Tachnit because it's also in the region and adjacent. So that's the only real language which would have similarities, other than more languages in the North African Maghrebi region. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. So then. I guess, is there any way that the language is currently being preserved? Like I know earlier and before this interview started, you said that there isn't really any media or television or stuff like that, but is there a lot of literature that at least can be preserved? Yeah, so there's a large amount of literature, just literally hundreds and hundreds of years old, uh, just kind of similar to like Sanskrit because it's such an old language, which has been used for like literally thousands of years. Mm. And the script has changed, but not incredibly significantly. So it is pretty like a large backlog of literature but the only problem is it's not particularly publicly available online and a lot of that literature is localized to the region due to just it hasn't been published or yeah. put in like a online accessible format do you know if there's any movement at all to potentially get that stuff online to preserve it especially with the government kind of uh what's it called coming down on the indigenous languages there yeah so actually uh like languages and in general amazigh and culture uh has actually sort of had a resurgence and a big movement within the modern day Maghrebi crowds um so in 2017 for example it was illegal to name your child a traditional Amazighan name Oh, in wow. Morocco, and you had to give your child an Arab name, mm. um, which has then been, you know, since 2017, it's been changed. And there's a movement within Algeria, which is next to Morocco, um, to start tre- tre- uh, teaching Tamazight in school, which is a very recent movement and would have been kind of like unforeseen and very unexpected about 20 years ago. So That's there really is great a, to hear there that is that a there genuine is movement to come happening. back. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It makes you know, me happy. No, I, that, that makes me happy because... It's so sad to hear that Morocco kind of wants to hamper, like squash those languages a bit so that there's more of this standardization, but that loses some of the culture behind um, the language. And speaking of the culture behind the language, in the group that speaks this language, are there any cultural differences that is like different compared to the rest of Morocco? Um, Morocco is a pretty long country, so... It's a very diverse country, too. There's a lot there. I know this is probably a complicated question, but... It's a very diverse country. Yeah. Because it spans, like, from the tip of North Africa, which is like Casablanca, down to the Western Sahara. So there's a pretty drastic change of both culture and peoples in general. Um, so the really... It would be very difficult for someone from, like, the bottom of the Western Sahara to Casablanca to speak, um with each other mm. uh, it would be like the same script but uh, otherwise wouldn't probably understand very much maybe some uh, some words here and there but no more than if you were trying to speak mm. german to someone with your english background yeah no wow that, that, that that's a huge difference then that that's yeah. massive but did you say that the script was phonetic though so is it phonetic yeah. it's phonetic so it's like purely character like it's 
there's no real characters, which means just one word. It's kind of like English in the same sense. Like the letters are different, obviously, but it's very easy to pick up and learn. It's alphabet is relatively small comparative to like a lot of languages. Yeah. Like, compared to Japanese, where it's like 58 cat- characters uh, just for like the phonetic stuff. It's only 31 to 36, depending on how you sort of mm. do vowel-based systems, which is pretty good. It's pretty easy to learn. Yeah, no, that that doesn't sound too that doesn't sound too scary, which is um, pretty cool. But if somebody wanted to check out um, any media related to it, is there at least like a music scene that comes from it, or is there any traditional music that normally speaks the language? There's a lot of traditional music, and you probably could find traditional music online. Uh, it's limited, most definitely. But if you sort of like look for traditional, if you just like went to Google, like literally just traditional Amazigh, Amazigh and music in Tafnit, which would just be for Amazigh, A-M-I-Z-G-H-I-E-N, spelling in English is a bit <laughs> odd. But um, you'd probably find stuff definitely, but it's a very limited pool. Yeah. And also the dialect you're getting will probably not be specified. You can always do Arifian, which is like a northeastern Moroccan Tafnit dialect. But that's probably even more limited at that point. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming out and joining me today. Is there any final words you wanted to say? Um, no. No, you're all good? I think that's all great. good. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening and stick around for some music. Uh, have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much.